Welcome to Morning Faith. My name is David Moore. Today's daily devotion, Resist Temptation. Temptations will always exist, but with God, you always have a reason to resist. Today's scripture that we'll be talking about is Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 through 13. We all know the story of Adam and Eve, also known as the fall. Satan quickly enters the story. He tries to get God's greatest creation to disobey God. He tricks them to believe that they will be like God if they disobey Him. Many things about this story are still true today in our lives. Temptation is all around us. This causes us to weigh the options to follow God's Word or our own desires. You will face temptation every day. Temptation causes you to doubt the decision to fully commit to God's Word. Following God's Word and avoiding temptation can sometimes seem boring. Sometimes what the world sees as acceptable may be temptation. The truth is, consistently choosing to follow God's word and make the sacrifices is a blessing in the long run. Temptation is challenging, and Satan is sneaky. The popular direction might take you away from God's path. You may think you're alone when you resist temptation. If you follow God's direction, you'll never be alone. Our hope is to help you identify temptation in your life and arm you with how to combat it. Sometimes resisting temptation can be an unpopular decision, and you will get a pressure to change your mind. It is God's desire to protect us from what might harm us in the world. He wants a good relationship with us built on trust. That trust comes from us believing that His ways are best. Genesis 3, verse 1-5 through 5 states, Now, the serpent was more crafty than any other of the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say, You must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So here's some questions to ponder. Why do you think God even allows Satan to be involved in our lives? Wouldn't it be easier if God didn't let him even tempt us in the first place? And here's a question specifically to you. How is Satan crafty in in our culture, and specifically with your friend group? So in verse 1, Satan tries to get Eve to question God's word. Maybe you can think of some examples of how our culture tries to contradict God's word. And what exactly does our culture justify as acceptable? In Genesis chapter 3, verse 6 through 13, When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? 
The man said, The woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate it. The Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. Why do you think Eve ultimately gave in and ate the fruit? Maybe she decided what was best for herself? Another question to ponder. What does it actually mean in verse 7 when it says their eyes were opened? It says they hid from God and they were also afraid of God. Why does giving in to temptation make hiding from God and fear of God a reality? Maybe it's part of the shame that we get. Temptation is a challenge at all ages. It's something you just have to learn to deal with. Using God's word helps us understand the challenges, but also shows us that there are consequences that comes with giving in. You have to decide, do you trust God's word enough to resist your own desires? Or maybe you feel God's word limits your enjoyment of life. Do you feel like being a Christian is boring when everyone else is doing what they want? Temptation makes promises they can't keep. Eating the fruit was a temporary enjoyment that had a long-term consequence. If you think back to a time that you gave into temptation, was it worth it? Did you feel guilty? Think about some ways that you can prepare to be strong and not give in to temptation. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So the first verse actually means we all face the same temptations so we can help each other deal with them. God is with us in our temptations, and we can use him by using prayer and fortifying our hearts with his word. And when we give in to temptation, our response of hiding and being scared can be actually changed to admitting that we're wrong, seeking forgiveness, and learning from the experience. And remember, temptations will always be with us, but God will always give you a reason to resist. Thanks for listening to Morning Faith. For other podcasts, please visit us at 316ministry.cc. If you would like to donate to this effort and others like it, please locate the donate button on our website at the top of the page. All support is very welcome and is used to grow the kingdom of God. Thank you and have a blessed day.